Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first edition of the Back to Warcraft podcast. My name is Neo, I'm your host, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Ricky Robidoux. Ricky, how you doing? What's up, dude? I was, uh, I'm really excited about this. We've been talking about this for a while, and finally me and you get to sit down and uh, hatch out uh, some details, talk about some stuff, and this is going to be a regular thing. I'm excited to talk to you, man. Yeah, exactly. This is the first time uh, we do this, so maybe we have to introduce what we're doing here, why we're doing this, and what's going to happen. So obviously you know us from Back to Warcraft and Dust League and wherever we are. We're always on, on Twitch usually, but we thought uh, maybe we can give you a little extra as part of our Patreon. And uh, I wanted to do a podcast for a very, very long time, basically since I went full-time, but I never had, the, not really the time, but I always need a partner. I need or I needed remote 10 years ago uh, to to like start back to Warcraft. And now, Ricky, I feel like I need you to kick this podcast off. I think what's good between me and you is uh, some people have said this with our casting together, too, is we're very contrasting people. Um, sure. I am known to speak my mind and you are, you know, you speak your mind, too, but very in a very filtered way. So I think we have a bit of a yin and yang, um, which I think is going to be good for something like this. Um, you know, we've both been around this scene for a long time. We've both seen different experiences and, and stuff like that. So I'm excited to like just mesh this together. This could be very interesting, you know? Yeah. So what you're um, saying is I'm the shill and you're the devil, something like that. Sure. You know, like I, I, I just, um, I don't know. I mean, maybe this, maybe this podcast will actually change people's perspective on you and me. Um, right. because you know, I don't, I don't think we're trying to filter ourselves here. We're not really... This isn't, um, we're just going to tell our truths and, and and just speak on on what's going on in the scene and and just give our opinions. And, you know, some people aren't going to like it and some people might like it, but I don't personally care. I'm just going <laughs> to, I think it's better to just, you know, tell it like it is. And, uh, you know, if people like it, then then that, that's the whole point, you know? Exactly. So first of all, a little disclaimer. We don't really care about language here. So we will say things like shit and fuck. And we don't really care if this gets demonetized on YouTube. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a shit, right? So we don't give we, a shit. We don't give a shit at all. We don't give a fuck. We, we don't give a flying fuck. So we just speak however we want to here. Um, and if you don't like that, sorry. That's kind of your problem from this point on. So this is uh, my, my shilliness out the window. But uh, yeah, a little more introduction i think this, this is going to be a weekly thing we want to discuss what's happening uh with warcraft 3 the game we all love and this is why we're all here uh what's happening on blizzard side what's happening on w3 champion side what's happening on the back to warcraft side what's happening in the tournaments what's happening in the community this is what we want to cover and give our opinion on things and uh yeah maybe get some good talking points from you the community as well to discuss what you want to have discussed Oh, yeah, I think that's a big key, too. Like, you know, me and you are kind of just going to vent on whatever uh, news happens throughout the week. Um, but I think like you guys watching on all the, the platforms, if you guys want to comment and just say, you know, I'd love to hear your opinion on this um, or maybe just, you know, leave some comments and, and we'll just pick up on them. But uh, for the most part, yeah, we'd love some feedback, uh, whatever you guys want to hear, really. Uh, but I think we're just going to cover the main points, the important points, talk about a lot about the game, the community. Um, casting yeah you know, uh i'd the love casting to pick your brain life. exactly yeah i would love to pick your brain on some of that stuff uh hopefully we get to that um <laughs> but not, uh, just just like whatever we're doing because you know what um i have a full-time career and esports like warcraft 3 uh, lately this year and definitely a, a big part of last year it's become such a huge part of my life 
Um, I know it's full time for you too. So like we do so much work, like you do so much work. Uh, and I don't think anyone really realizes it. Um, but like we, it's just, it's Warcraft 3 is our life, man. It really is. There's no getting <laughs> yeah, around it. Um, true. Now the and, concepts uh, are gone, definitely. Yeah, dude, which one, uh, did you, didn't you have tickets for one? And then dude, I had tickets uh, for 10 concerts or something. They're all refunded or postponed, so. Yeah. How many do you go to a year? I think my record was like f 54. In one year? Yeah. That's crazy. That's That was a little bit much. That was a little extreme. So is that like your days off? Because you barely have days off too. So it's just like, well, oh, I'm off. It was usually when I was casting in like around noon when the Chinese tournaments are happening and I had the evening off. So I could go to concerts in the evening. There was no Meisterschaft back then. So I had Tuesday and Wednesday off as well. But yeah, this is what, what. But anyway, this is already off topic. Uh, fuck off topic. Maybe we'll save off topic for later. Or we just do whatever we want. Um, this is part of the Patreon. When this is out, you probably saw the news. It's patreon.com slash back to Warcraft. You can sign up for different tiers. You can support what we do if you like what we do. And all the Patreon guys get this without ads in hopefully the best audio quality possible. And one week early. So you will be up to date as much as uh, we can. It's going to come out every Friday is what we plan to do. Yeah. Definitely going to be a Friday. weekly thing. Uh, sometimes we record on Monday. Sometimes we record on Thursday. However, it fits our schedule. So sometimes we're a little more up to date. Sometimes we're a little less up to date. But you will get news to your uh, Patreon, Spotify, RSS feeds, wherever you listen to podcasts. We will be there as well. And hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, this is the first... The first episode, of course, and I think we have to recap a little. 2020 was very eventful for all of us. So where do we stand in 2021 is the thing I want to discuss first. Jeez, where do we even begin? Um, <laughs> for me, it's been like a, a wild ride. Uh, I was like a team manager for Dust. Now I'm like casting the IEM Katowice Grand Finals. It's pretty nuts. But, I, you know... I, I think we have to make sure that people know that you are the B stream. Yeah, more viewers than the mainstream. Uh, so let's uh, let's just talk about you know I I want to talk about you. Uh, I want to ask you a question. You know Warcraft three. This is the most work you guys probably have ever. Um, yep. There's tons of events to cast. How does this feel? You know this is your full time career. Warcraft three, all the rumors and stuff like that. The release of Reforge was a disaster. Um, you must have been worried for your job, but then the community, everything else, ESL, picking this game up, th this must be a great time for you to be, uh, to have back to Warcraft right now. Yeah, it's super awesome, especially thanks to ESL, because we finally have, like, we have steady jobs with Meisterschaft, and we had it with DreamHack in 2020. If that will continue, we'll see. Uh, but I'm definitely hoping to do so so this is already steady income so we don't have to worry about our sub count too much or oh did we have 200 of donations more than last month or less than last month is the support uh, getting weaker do we have to worry that's all not the big thing of course we love our donators we love our patrons we love our subs but you know uh it's it's really cool to have that baseline uh of income and that was like 2020 we went full-time in 2020 and yeah for sure we were worried like what's going to happen we had uh, we think we talked about this on todd's town hall plenty of times that we were working prior to the release we were working on some tournaments that were pretty damn awesome and then 
two days after the release, one day prior to the announcement of said event that got cancelled. <laughs> that was that was a brutal start, man. Everybody was shitting on the game you love, events getting cancelled that you were working for. Uh, that was a rough start, but things just went better and better, especially on the community side of things. Uh, do we want to talk what Blizzard did in 2020? I don't think it's really worth mentioning. No, I think I think we should do like some form of recap just yeah. because if if something's really really old then we don't want to have to go back to it and then we could just plow ahead. Yeah. Um but yeah, if you if you want to do that, that's sure. I think I think it's just mostly been miscommunication. Um the community not knowing, I mean Blizzard obviously not investing that much into their esports uh community which is what we are. Um the esports side of like pro gaming side, obviously they thought a lot about their campaign and they thought a lot about the graphics and they didn't actually uh consider the esports pro esports side so um i think that was the main issue i think a lot of us and 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 mind you the the pro gaming uh, community is a lot smaller than the actual warcraft 3 community um i would say that there's probably you know i don't know the numbers but um probably 90 percent of players don't are aren't involved in the pro scene um they just like to play campaign they just like to play custom games or whatever like that so that's what i would imagine i don't have the actual figures but uh, yeah, it seems like we were kind of left out in the dark and um, just the game was broken at the start. It just wasn't a good game. Um, a lot of features that Warcraft 3, the Frozen Throne had for so long uh, weren't there anymore. We didn't have ladder. We didn't have profiles. We didn't have actual ways of uh, recording stats. Um, there was no real reason to play. People were just laddering and if they lost, it was never recorded. It was just whatever. Um, and it kind of gave no purpose to the game. Um, and I think that was a huge issue, uh, just right off the bat was this game, it, it had less than, than what we had before. And what, what did we see in between? We saw the release of Starcraft two. We saw all of the features that Blizzard put in, you know, resume from replay, um, good overlays in game. Uh, just like uh, we saw Starcraft two RTS blow up. And then when Reforge was announced, I was thinking, first of all, holy shit, this is our chance. This is our StarCraft 2. Uh, we get to have this huge boom and and we're at the helm. So I, I was really ex- uh, excited about it. And then it just completely fell flat. It, it kind of feel like, it felt like we got robbed. Um, I don't know about you, but it, it felt like we got robbed of that 10-year dynasty that StarCraft 2 had. Maybe we could have had a 10-year dynasty with tons of opportunities and it could have been a different life, you know? So... Um, I was kind of bummed out. What did uh, what did you think about that? <laughs> I love how you say I don't want to talk about it too much, and then you go on a five minute monologue. It's a <laughs> classic Bidu right here. Uh, yeah, I think to sum things up, uh, core elements were missing. Core elements are still missing. Things were promised and not delivered yet. But what we got were some uh, some updates right after, like the first one or two months after, with some updates, and we got balance patches. Uh, so that's what we get. I think we will talk about this a little later, but you know what? With like a year between things, we can also be a little happy. Like I can be a little happy about things. Of course, there's no dynasty. Uh, there's a uh, smaller longevity than we thought. Um, but there's also no competition. <laughs> there's still just like back to Warcraft doing everything. And that's awesome, dude. Like we still have the monopoly. I uh, don't like. I don't like calling it that because we don't do anything uh, to to hold a monopoly. We don't exclude streamers from anything or something. We're always inclusive when it comes to the community. But if there's a Warcraft tournament, people come to us. There's no, let's say, like Kaldor tried for a couple of months, but he's up to Valorant or something. So 
Mm-hmm. People that, that might have been competition, they just dipped in and now they're gone and we are the kings of the castle again. Or it's still. crazy too, like that everyone just opened the door and let you guys just run in. Um even now we're like, so nice, dude. I, I honestly I think it comes down to a lot of things. Consistency. You guys are actually you were big to begin with, and a lot of people, if you're starting off new, it's hard to compete. When you think of community stream, you think of back to Warcraft. That's just the way it is now. Um, somebody could come in, somebody might come in, but I, I, it's just, it's tough for a new, I don't even know, like a new duo. Like what, what do you even come in as? Um, yeah, it's, it's cool, man. Back to Warcraft is, is the shit. I know that when Dust Gaming was formed and we were building the super NA team, um, we only joined War 3 Info League so that we can get casted on Back to Warcraft. Because there was 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 viewers. And we're Still like, holy shit, it. dude. When you were on the first time, we had you for a pre-match interview. And for the first time ever, there was a Warcraft team manager with big balls showing them on screen. <laughs> like, just <laughs> shitting on the opponent so loud, so aggressive. In good sportsmanship, dude, obviously. Uh, so that, with that's, a cheeky that's, smile. Yeah, that's come from just StarCraft 2, man. I hated the whole, like, yeah, you know, my opponent's very good. It's going to be hard to beat him. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to do my best. I fucking hate that shit, dude. Be become a a brand and become something like that people want to hear, dude. Nobody wants to hear the boring shit. Did I think we were going to lose to Team Sweden? No. So I made that projected. We we're not going to lose to them. They're going to lose. So it was kind of funny because Sweden was always an entertaining team as well, like they did face paints and stuff. Uh and Endars was always pretty vocal on Twitter, for example. But that clash of you and I think it was Enders there. It's like, oh, yeah. there, there's the, there's a new sheriff in town. Uh, okay, that's that's something new here. Yeah, that was that was the first sign that this view guy is, is is something special. And I think we can all agree, if we like him or not, that he is indeed very very special. What we're we talking Aww. about. Uh, yeah. We were talking about just like, uh, you know, back to Warcraft Monopoly. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just meant like um, the reason why we d- did so much stuff was to get exposure from back to Warcraft and get get you guys talking about us and get because that was I mean, that y- your channel was the only way to get noticed in the game. There were no heavy hitter well, companies can, involved yet. You can play against Grubby on his stream. Grubby. Yeah, you could definitely you could definitely play against Grubby. Um yeah, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I mean yeah. And and dude, honestly, the second that you guys stopped doing War 3 Info League, for the most part, you guys were doing the weekly season matches, but then you ended up just doing semifinals and finals, I think, because your schedule got too hectic. Uh, that killed everyone's motivation for War 3 Info League. It just did. Um, the league was great. The website was great. It had good UI. It had good interface. The admins were great. Um, the prize pool was not great. Um, so now that we're all 30, you know, we're not going to have a a a 10 team, a 10 roster team splitting 300 bucks for first place. What, you know, like it's, it's just not viable. Nobody's going to commit as much. It's not even, uh, but, uh, you know, it's just not viable that everyone's going to commit so much time. And I think that's what I had the hardest time as a manager for was, you know, I wanted to win. So I had a team of maybe 15 players at the time. Six were super competitive. Nine were active. So it's like, I mean, you know, who's the money going to go to? So I, I just did like a, a like a, you, you earn your keep. So you go by participation if you're playing and then also win percentage. So you were com- basically compensated for your, if we made it to the finals, was it because of you? How many games, how many games you play? You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. And ba- 
it was it was the only way I could do it. Um, because I mean, what are we gonna do? Split like three hundred bucks with like fifteen people, and it's like it just yeah, didn't make sense. But no, but then uh, but I think I team think, leagues like, is a team leagues is such a huge topic that we can tackle maybe in the future. Because like there's there's so many things to say. Uh, I, maybe for the next episode or one after, or I, I don't know. Because I will scream at people in that episode. <laughs> that's for sure. Because yeah, uh, you want to save it? Yeah, I want to save it for later. I think uh, we're still kind of on the uh, on the state of Warcraft at the moment. Um, well, so this, a... this is kind of related, right? I mean, there was one team league, War Three Info League, at the start of Reforged. There was uh, yeah. were there cups? I don't even remember. There was like America's Cup, but yeah, I don't, had, I don't remember. We had Rising Star Cup. Was what was between Jera Cup? I think we had our own cups, right? What's that later? I don't remember either. It was, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's 2019. It's been a long. It's been a long three years, honestly. Sure. Um. <laughs> so as I say, like I, I remember when I was at BlizzCon when Reforge was announced, we were hanging out with a bunch of StarCraft casters like Wardy, for example. And at some dinner, he jokingly said, "Like, oh, the Warcraft guys, be careful. We're coming for you in two years or whatever, or or next year we're coming for you." And uh, of course, that that didn't really happen. That's kind of what I wanted to say in the first place. Like, I know Wardy, dude. The guy is good, and that guy is a grinder. So if he wants to get into a game, he definitely can get into a game, and that would have made things, I think, a little more problematic for us. Do we have to fight for broadcasting licenses then? At the moment, it's no problem, right? We ask a tournament organizer, hey, can we cast? And he said, sure. And that's all the process. We don't have to send any uh, uh, PowerPoint thingies to a tournament organizers to prove that we are worthy to cast a tournament. We don't have to fight. There's no... Mm, no fight in the community over broadcasting rights, just everybody can stream whatever, basically. So in that sense, it's kind of cool that it stayed th that niche and didn't blow up. Yeah, we're like, I've always asked you this too, like, we're, and you always seem like you were never worried. Like, were you were you never worried about someone else? Because there's so many entities in StarCraft 2. There's Base Trade TV, there's Wardy TV, there's... um. There's a I don't winter. know. Oh, gaming. There's like tons of. I don't know. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of all the, like. There's there's a lot of groups of of literal casters that just want to take up events and they're established and they're good. Um, were you like at maybe at that dinner, but like maybe a week later, two weeks later, were you ever worried like shit? Maybe you know I have to like I, I've solidified my keep, but people are you know knocking at the door because this is your career at the end of the day. It's very competitive in Counter Strike. I know casting gigs are super cutthroat and competitive. It's not. It's not always fun laughing in games. It's it's people <laughs> undercutting each other. It's people trying to screw each other over um, because they want the gig and they want the chance to you know cast the major event. And did you ever worry like, or were you like, no, I've solidified myself enough and and I'm confident. Yeah, prior to the launch of Reforged, I don't think it was a big deal. We had very good connections to China. We were in talks with ESL already. We started our Rising Star thingy with AMD. So. We were in a good position, and then, like, if we cast well, then we really cast well, I think. If, like, if we really prepare for big events, if everything is super serious, then I think we're really good, and I don't have to fear competition, I think. I mean, of no, course, I, if, I if, if Tasis and Atosis are coming in, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's really scary. But apart from that, like, I think it was more dangerous for me than it was for Remo. 
because I like he's super deep in the game with knowledge and stuff. For me, that's not really the case. Um, but if I'm not casting, I can still produce. I can still organize. I can still do all the stuff I do in the back. Just figure out how much I'm getting paid then for it. I think was the problem. Man, that's a really good point. I think we should talk about that. It's just about being a like like the type of caster, like color commentary, which is Remo and Carson, play-by-play hype, which I would say is me and you. Um, I would say like we're, we're kind of the same, like you and, and Remo are kind of me and Carson in the same boat. Yeah. Um, they're both so. very, very important. And they're like, it's, it's very hard to put two color commentators together and have like an exciting broadcast. Um, some people are very, very good at it. Um, but yeah, I think um, that's a really good point. That's something I struggled with too, man, because my game knowledge, I've seen the game. I've watched tons of games. I've probably observed like 60,000 games, not even lying. I had a replay folder from like and 10 years ago. It's it had, still shit though. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. Dude, hold on. If I was just observing, if I was just observing, it would be good. Uh, but handling production, casting, and observing, that first of all, who else does that? What other games nobody. do that? Yeah, I, I don't nobody. think I, do. I think. Age of Empires did it prior to the most recent major events. Uh, but I think that's it. And that's that's a big thing too. Like uh if, do you want to stay on the the state of, of Warcraft 3? Because I would love to like maybe get into like we can, the we can do we can just talk whatever. <laughs> uh like what a lot of people have talked about the difference with like COVID events. What have you do you think it's easier or harder to do an online what? broadcast? You've you've done the the regional finals, the the Katowice thing, where they sent you all this and they basically put you behind a booth. The production was pretty sick. Like uh, you've done the uh, DreamHack things, where you're like building this broadcast team and 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 doing all the production. And there's it's everyone's at their own remote location. You know, no crowds, no nothing. Do, what do you think about the um, casting in COVID right now? Yeah, never really had crowds except like. WCA European Qualifier 2015, which was at Gamescom. But apart from that, even if we we're in China, we're not really with the crowd. We're like 100 meters away in a studio, kind of locked into a room. <clears throat> so we don't really hear them or feel the energy or something. So that's something I can't really miss because I never experienced it. What I do miss, and I definitely had that in Anaheim when I was casting the final with Remo, that if you're standing next to your co-caster, it's a whole different energy. You know how he moves. Like in that, I think it was the final of Moon Focus. We were just running around that little booth like hungry tigers in a cage. I don't know. We were moving so much, and that is of course not really possible here. You can't try, but you will probably rip your the cords off of your PC, or you're <laughs> sitting anyway. So in in general, it the first thing is it's a lot easier to cast when you're standing up than when you're sitting down because like the voice just behaves differently and you're more energetic and of course if you see another person being as passionate and as energetic as you are then it gets infectious and you hype each other up so it's becoming a a dynamic that's only at offline events mm. so i definitely miss that we had that at meisterschaft as well which was really cool because we were able to be in cologne for for a day thanks to esl and they make miracles happen but for the dream hacks it's it's a whole different thing i'm not getting so hyped but it's such a cool 
environment as well. Like, it's way more chill. You don't have to talk to, like, real-life talk to admins or other people. You're not getting distracted at all by small talk, chit-chat. Maybe you want to dodge a person because he annoys the fuck out of you at that event, but he keeps coming back at you and asks you questions. You can all, like, you were in Anaheim. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I, well done that, well done yeah but that is not true i actually approached them and watched the games with them so it's all in good in good faith and humor uh but yeah it's it's there was a lot of times when i had headaches especially in china when i don't know it was just too much social activity for me i think remo is way better with that you will probably be better with that but sometimes when I'm done with the cast and sometimes I had to do a little extra production like uploading VODs and stuff so it was stressful days and then I didn't really want to hang out and here I can join the Discord if there's an after show Discord setup but I don't have to I can just sit here and listen to music so for me as a not super 100% social dude in real life uh, it's way more chill yeah, I think that's a, those are a lot of good points. I think like I body language is so huge. I've never done a live cast. Uh, I imagine you just feed off each other's hype and it makes the segues a lot better. If some guy's going off, you're just going to let him keep going. Whereas, you know, online, we kind of just play off silence and play off cues, you know, like, uh, okay, is he done his point? Can I go in? You know, is he going to clear up the hype? Should I end this game with, with my hype? You know what I mean? Like, uh, it, it's hard to do that online when we're just in different countries. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's cool that you got the Anaheim experience and obviously the Meisterschaft offline finals. You get to like see your co-caster and feed yeah. off each other. And, you know, that, that's cool to think that you're like running around the, the booth, that Anaheim booth, just getting hyped out of your mind. You're like, you know, running into each other, just trying to like feed off that energy. That's, re- that's really cool, I think. Um, Especially yeah, at Meisterschaft. I, yeah, that's, that's, that's following up on something you said, like body language and stuff. Uh, Slash was with us at Meisterschaft Season 2 and Yoss was with us Meisterschaft Season 1. So I casted with Yoss in like 2015 the last time, I think, or 16 maybe. So five years ago or four to five years ago. And with Slash, I casted the last time 10 years ago. And in between, there there was nothing, not even an online broadcast, I think. Um, And it was, to be honest, a little unprofessional. We had the first semifinal, and we walked into the booth, and there was... We didn't really do rehearsals casting together. We didn't do like, hey, uh, I'm the analysis, and you do the hype, or... There was was no rules at all. We were about to go live, and then Slash said, uh, uh, yeah, how do you want to do this? It's like, oh... Yeah, we should have talked about this probably, but let's let's just do how we feel. It feels good, and it was. I don't want to say it's perfect because that's kind of bad to say about your own work. But we didn't ramble into each other. There was no cutting each other's off. It's like when you can point towards things. Like when I cast it the first time with Todd, he introduced me to. If you're done talking, just do a hand signal, like point at me or something. And it's so simple and it's so effective. And that's what we did then. And good casts, even though we didn't talk to each other in 10 years. So this kind of, I don't know, the magic of Warcraft. You understand the game, obviously. You understand how the other is casting because you listen to him all the time. But then in real life, it's all way easier sometimes just by the sign of a hand pointing to each other yeah dude you feel that pressure man you know anaheim anaheim finals 
moon versus uh focus you, you definitely you're we're you're putting you're the voice on the screen you know like thousands of people watching at home they they don't get to go to anaheim it's like i think it's stressful ah, um that tournament though the final that was just fun there was no big pressure like this is going to be the big tournament for reforged shit was done kind of day one because of the tournament format with all like the open bracket we didn't have big names because of uh covid mm. and the chinese couldn't get in and then we had player x versus player y on the first day that was not hyped and then when the big names were there we had thorzain and moon and the game crashing over and over yeah yeah esports countdown biggest disasters rank seven that's me right there uh and the game crashing so there was no pressure anymore tournament was fucked tournament was done it was just good clean fun Damn, that's true. Yeah, I, I forgot that you guys were casting like the amateur open bracket as well, Yo, which were which I casted were not Carson good. on the big stage, dude. Carson fucked everyone. He did good, <laughs> man. He he. We honestly we weren't there to play. Like we were there to just manage the players. Uh, Carson was there to coach. You know, it, it, we wanted Hitman to go through very very far. Obviously, Cruncher wasn't there, but our expectation was you know Ark can do good. Flame is playing. OC wasn't in shape at the time but our thing was you know let's guide hitman through because this could be like Hit hitman's our golden goose he was at the time and he still is um for dust gaming at least you know a super hype puts in a lot of work and and we wanted to reciprocate that with you know let's give him a, as many resources as he can to just win and just play yeah. and we just like tried to take care of him the whole weekend he did such a fucking good job uh it was it was phenomenal um i predicted he was going to 2-0 lolly it and i meant it and I had no fucking idea if he was going to do it. And he did it. And I was so fucking proud of him. Um, that was like a super hype moment for, for us. But um, what were we talking about? Good question, man. You, you, kind oh, of like, uh, yeah, just like stuff. casting, casting the amateur matches just dulls it right at the beginning. And, and then what, you know, like it, it kind of, you have to be chill. How can you professionally hype, you know, two guys that are just like there for fun, playing for fun? Like it kind of like, immediately puts you guys in oh okay well we're we're just chilling we're just hanging out we're casting it's not like serious mode right off the bat yeah but from the dreamhack perspective they want to sell their lands right or at that point they wanted to sell their lands now everything is a little different uh so having an open bracket is for them i think the right approach just it wasn't the right thing to start in america that should have been either asia or europe uh to have a bigger scene there no disrespect to america but mm. like it's a e e e way easier to travel <clears throat> to somewhere in germany from france or spain or whatever than to travel from eastern canada to california and That's they will huge. like the the europeans will go from germany to sweden to play or from yeah, sweden easy. to italy to play you know and then and then maybe we ride off i would say america is probably the least motivated region so starting there in warcraft 3 not so much in starcraft 2 i would say american uh starcraft 2 events have been amazing um over in the past but uh hundreds of people flying to a location to play starcraft 2 um but that's not the case in warcraft 3 and maybe maybe the europeans having a land at the beginning would have motivated some americans to be like dude let's please get i want that in america and maybe as a second or third circuit it would have been better obviously we only got one because of covid but um, yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Maybe Anaheim not the best starting point. It was, yeah, I think like maybe it's Blizzard's fault or whoever was in charge uh, to not have an invitational 
on launch, but they knew why they won't do it. So whatever, that's all uh, the past. But what this was good for was uh, to connect America and Europe and maybe even Asia a little more. Like since then, you guys are part of everything. So that that's the best thing uh, that Anaheim got us. And one year later, you're signed to me. How did your life change since like pretty much the start of this year? Jesus, man. Um, uh, crazy, dude. Like, I think um, I never even thought I'd be a caster. That wasn't even my goals. When I made <laughs> Dust League... didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, man. Uh, when I when I made Dust League, I just wanted to admin and run a good league. And I, and I was going to have Carson. I've always wanted Carson to be a voice of Warcraft 3. I think he has a great mind. He's a fucking phenomenal caster. He did amazing at the Grand Finals a couple weeks ago. Amazing. Uh, yeah, for he a got, first timer. Praise from very important people. I don't want to share names and anything because, like, NDA, blah, blah. But yeah. No, and some, he deserved it. I was watching. For sure. I was watching and I just, like, I was in awe of, like, his ability to just pick up the tempo. Totally smooth casting. He was so smooth with his articulation. He was just on point. And, uh, and, and that's a nerve wracking thing. And I, I know I was on the B stream and I was, I was representing the, the Back to Warcraft stream. And, uh, you know, I held it down, but I was looking at him and I was actually thinking like, shit, dude, if I was in that position, I, I don't know if I could do that. I'll be, I'll be dead serious. Like, you know, he picked up the ball and ran with it. And that's why I've always backed him as like, dude, I, I fucking want this guy in, in, he should be on the booth. If dude, there's four people, gonna, he should. You just took a dump because we're nervous to re record a podcast. No, I, I, okay, that's my own anxiety, which you shouldn't air out, okay? I told you that to you in confidence. Oh, sorry. I told that to you that I take an anxiety dump pre-stream. Should we that is bleep just... this out or something? No, 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 keep that. That's good. That's, uh, every time that the Back to Warcraft ticker is running 25 minutes, everyone's going to be like, yo, he's taking a big, wet, dirty yeah, dump right sure. now. <laughs> no, that's good to keep. But um, no, I think when I made Dust League, you know, going back to 2019, November, we just wanted to run a good solo league. I wanted it to be Carson as the main caster, and I was going to bring in community people. That ended up being so hard to coordinate, um, <laughs> trying to bring in a lot of casters. There weren't any casters that actually wanted to to do it. Um, there's good casters everywhere, um, but nobody really wanted to step up and jump in and be like, hey, I want to do this. So I just had to pick up the ball. And uh, me and Carson were casting together, and we're also good friends. You know, We've known each other for almost 10 years. Um, we have a good rapport. And it just felt good at the start. We were just casting our favorite game. We were casting our favorite region, our favorite players. And we just gelled right off the beginning. I fucking sucked at observing. <laughs> I fucking sucked at casting. I was so... Um, sorry, I got the sun glare coming in. I was so... Um, scared. You know? Like, scared to talk. Like, I don't want to fuck this up. Like, am I even saying something that makes any sense? Um, I think I've gotten a lot better now. And, uh, you know, a lot of that's yeah, been sure. playing the game now, uh, getting a better feel of, like, you know, Undead, at least, my main race, um, just trying to get a better grasp of how the game rolls. But, uh, yeah, no, the first couple months were rough, man. And, um, and but like, it, it, I remember when I started, like, it's so weird to sit in a room and talk. Like, it's a lot more normal now. But if you do it the first time, like, with Zoom calls, obviously, all around the world, this happens m more frequently. But if you just stare at a screen and talk, you've, I think at first you don't realize that people are listening and that it is a normal conversation. It's just too yes. weird. 
Yes. You don't realize that they're listening and they are listening. And in their mind, they're expecting a specific thing. And that's another perfection. big factor. They're Viewers expecting expect top, top notch casting. And it's got to be my way. And that's one viewer out of whatever. If you have 15, they all have 15 different perspectives of how you're supposed to do it. Skill and if you're not doing it cup, right. Skill bronze cup round two. You need to analyze this better, dude. Why are you off topic now? Like, no disrespect to Skill Cup, but, I mean, we don't have to be serious all the time, right? Yeah, it's, it was super frustrating. And I think uh, another a big part is, like, um, we're not... We didn't want to be, like, you and Remo. Uh, we wanted to just have fun, and that, that was our way of having oh, fun. Oh, you, 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 you say we don't have fun, or what? No, no, no. We didn't want to have to be like, okay, and we're here we go. With another, no, you guys are no. I just mean huh? we wanted to have. We didn't want to take it so seriously. We didn't take ourselves as seriously. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we didn't take ourselves as seriously when we started. Saved. We would joke around. We would, you know, five minutes of the game would just be us bantering. We didn't try to be something uh, that we've seen on other broadcasts, and uh, it, that's a tough too because you just get criticism. You just get like, why aren't you doing this properly? Remo and Neo do it like this. Grubby and Todd do it like this. Tasteless and Artosis do it like this. And uh, this is horrible. This is shit. And uh, that was tough because I read all the comments. I still do. Yeah, um, that's still so silly, dude. You have to build up filters. I mean, it's easy to say for me because I've been doing this for 12 years. But yeah, at some point you realize what's good feedback and where to find good feedback and how to get good feedback and what just to ignore. 100%. 100%. I learned that very quickly, I would say. I learned that. Well, I didn't learn that until I was on Back to Warcraft. So You're that was still what reading season... chat. I keep on telling you, don't no, read but chat. No, it, but it's not. But it's not as it's not as different. It's not, it, or it's different now. So like, I, I would say like the when I first got on to back to Warcraft, all I wanted to do was just make the production good. If the production's good, then the casting will eventually just get better. Um, and it True. did. And then uh, you're never going to. I was talking to Todd about this as well on on the town hall. Um, you're never going to please 100% of the people. If you try to, you will fail every time, no matter yeah. what, 100%. There will be someone, anyone, 10, 20, 30 people that just don't like you, that just don't like what you're doing, that just have something negative to say. And honestly, you have to just remember they're the one, they're the loud 1%. And 99% of the people that are tuning in consistently love it. At least I, I, I hope so. Um, but like the 1%, <laughs> you have to ignore them. And it took me a while to learn, but I, I definitely learned that now. I mean, some of the comments are just funny. Um, one guy on YouTube recently commented, uh, use me as a thumbs down for these shit announcers or something. Like use me as a, <laughs> use me as a like button for these shitty announcers or something. It was so funny. Um, yeah, like that said, shit's funny. Oh, what, what did someone, what did someone said to me that I look or sound like a retarded frog? <laughs> yeah like dude like you, was the these best. people can't these people can't be serious like who says that to someone you know what i mean so like you can't take that shit seriously um that's just that's just a part of the one percent the loud one percent um but uh going back to you know we went on a long tangent here but going back to you know i never thought i'd be casting but i definitely love it i love casting i think it's so fun i think i'm kind of you know um uh, i think people can see me on the broadcast now and kind of know what to expect um I love doing it with you guys. I love doing it with Carson. I cast a bit with Remo lately. Me and you have a good time. Very different dynamics, which is, yeah, you know, sure. we talked about we talked about how to pick up on each other's communication and and like, you know, me and you have uh we're we're, we're friends, you know, and I know kind of a lot about your casting style, you know a bit about mine. So like it's not as weird as you and Slash after 10 years going together, you know, like that's tough. 
um, because you're kind of just like hoping that you gel together, which you did, which is good. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it, but it could backfire. It could definitely backfire. I know I brought Hitman and Cruncher in for the 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 regional finals, and they are great players. They have great analysis, but they are not good casters. Um, in the <laughs> in the sense of like queuing each other properly, not cutting each other off. Um, so that was an adjustment for me because I just had to say, you know what, I'm just going to run with them. I'm going to let them talk. I'm going to ask them questions. It's not going to be about me this cast. So like Friday Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday was just, you know what, I want to get Hitman's input on the orc games. I want to get Cruncher's input on the human games because this is something that we're not going to get very often. It's what people want. Uh, it's good analysis. And, you know, maybe it's not going to be as hype and exciting. But shit, you're gonna learn something. Yeah, it's um, different for sure. And like it was, yeah, it was. Uh, like it was a beat stream. Obviously, I don't want to talk back on it, but it's not the most entertaining thing. Or it doesn't have to be the most entertaining thing because people who look for purely entertainment will probably just watch the A stream. People who are really invested and in, in, interested in the games will watch the B, C, D stream. Right? That's that's the hardcore yes. audience, and they will appreciate a Hitman comment or a Cruncher creep route analysis where he says, oh, this is uh, 0.001 seconds faster than if you do it this and this way. Way more. The people on the main broadcast will probably, like, don't give a shit about that. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just, like, it's like picking up on things on the fly and just saying, you know what? I want it to be like, oh, and then Lynn coming to the... You, know, you just want to like hype something <laughs> up, but it's like, that's not it's not going to be the case this weekend. We're just going to put on some good games and, and just run with it. So I think, um, yeah, just like different different cues, different strokes for different folks. But um, I mean, this year has been nuts. So I, I went from... I mean, casting is like how I occupy my whole time now this year. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I mean, there's nothing else to do anyway, but I think we're all having a good time. How am I as a boss... Oh God! You, this is the whole. This, this is the only reason why he wanted to do this podcast. Guys. <laughs> he just. He like, Let's do a weekly podcast and talk. But uh, hey, how am I doing? How um, awesome am I? Come on, Bidu, tell me. Seriously? Uh, <laughs> no, not seriously. What's I I enjoy working with you. You're super active. If I have a question, you answer it in in that day or within you know within a, a good reasonable time. I don't even know. You know, like we hatched out what we want and our expectations and stuff like that, but we're constantly innovating and constantly changing them. And I think that's good. I think I think you're you're fine to work with. You're fucking you. looking for a dick sucker while like Jesus Christ, man. Uh, <laughs> Just no, to set you up because sometimes you get so oh you're so awesome. I don't know how you do it. It's so nice. I want to be like you. I just wanted to see what you do when I'm calling you out on a podcast like this. I, I think a just lot of people just want to see your don't. reaction, dude. I just wanted to set you up a little. I've said this so many times, man. A lot of people don't realize how much effort. Yeah, now you start again. Stop. Here it. We, we go. Here we go with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we don't. Uh, we don't yeah. want to slob on knobs. That's it's it's yeah. not the uh, knob slob podcast. It's a Warcraft podcast. So, uh, yeah, we had like <laughs> for the for the audience here, we're like forty three minutes in. We had how many talking points is this? Uh, probably like I don't know, ten, fifteen. We. Sp- briefly started the first one derailed heavily and now completely lost every single structure that we intended to have so fuck it <laughs> we just keep it for next week but i still want to so talk about we should ask if people want to- like three topics and we go into them or if they just want to vent no you know, we do what we want yeah yeah but i think this we is don't fine. ask people anything 
It's not no, a podcast. This is fine. Yeah. We can we could put in the title on Spotify or whatever what the topping points are. Right? All right, yeah, you can like, do we that. don't have to. Yeah, we, 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 we're totally fine. Yeah. Totally so, fine. Hey, I, um, I still t- yeah. Like, I want to talk about one thing. Um, that's that's kind of my main point of this entire episode, and I wanted to get it done before we hit the one hour mark. So, uh, last week we got a new PTR, and I wonder why. We got a new PTR and you wonder, are you asking me? I can, I can explain myself a little more. So we, we know that this game reforged is still a lot of work for all of us and especially for Blizzard. And they updated their blog in May with the ladder in August with the profiles and then nothing happened. And we didn't hear from them from, when was the last patch? October, right? The patch was in October. The patch, uh, the, Blog post was in August. So if we exclude the patches, it was six months of six, six and a half, like half a year of silence, um, including balance. It was four months, four and a half months or something. So when nothing happened and we had all these news posts, uh, especially starting this year, which was super frustrating, by the way, um, started all with this Bloomberg article, uh, at the be- end of January, I think, where it said uh, the classic team is disbanded, Vicarious Visions is taking over um, what was formerly the classics team, and the community made this to a nobody is working for on Warcraft anymore, and the game is dead, and we will never see the profiles, and we will never see the ladder. And I think if you make a poll at the beginning of February. Uh, or also during BlizzCon, where we heard nothing about Warcraft, 95% of the people would have said we will never get another patch or update on this game again. Do you mm-hmm. agree with that? I I, I, I think I would have, uh, looking at what it was like, I definitely thought we're done. Yes. Yeah, I kind of thought the same. I thought, okay, balance is decent. Uh, we got 33 champions, which is amazing. So, okay, if it's like that, then it's like that. Um, but all of a sudden, right after BlizzCon, we got an interview with the CEO of Blizzard with the German, like a lot of publications. I think it was a group interview or something. And he said there are still people working uh, on the game. That was in February. And now we got a new PTR in March. So I wonder what might have happened. Of course, we have no insiders there we have no idea if if there is a little bit of a team in irvine if it is vicarious visions now taking over walker through reforged as well but what the f happened why is there a new ptr all of a sudden yeah and is this a patch that they hired you know like it is vicario i don't know man why are we always in the dark? I, why why do we never not know? So like there's many scenarios. The scenario could be that they laid off the Blizzard uh, devs and they hired Vicarious Visions and this is Vicarious Visions that's implementing this PTR patch currently. And they're working on it and they're part of the team and we're good to go. Or this could be that post a giant Bloomberg article, it would look really stupid if the next article comes back in six months and says nothing's changed. So is this, well, we have an uh, uh, uh a interview in February. Now we have a patch in March. Is this like to appease the news articles? And then we're going back into the darkness just so that they can get something out, right? This new PTR patch gets something out and then we're back in the dark for another year. 
Um, I, or is this something consistent? I don't know. The thing is, and this is the, we'll, we'll always do this. We're always going to wait and find out and we're always going to give them time. And uh, we're like uh, hungry dogs at the bowl, man. Um, they just, they give us nothing and nothing and nothing. And then finally they do. And we go, Oh, it's great. This is awesome. And we're back alive. And we do this cycle for like, it seems like years now. Um, I would say the Warcraft three balance is pretty good right now. There are some matches up matchups that definitely need to be worked on. But if, if the game was, if the devs were to disappear, Warcraft three would, would be in a good spot patch wise. And the only matchup that I think would need work in my opinion is human and undead um and maybe maybe elf and orc but that's also very it's very consistent right now human versus orc is is pretty good human versus orc is pretty good i think like a lot of the 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 patches the the is, is very i think it's i think it's the you know it's pretty good um <laughs> okay but thanks thanks for like your, your elaborated opinion um but i like i think um so obviously, Reforge was already delayed. So I assume the team was pretty big prior to launch to just get it done in January. And then, of course, the team got a lot smaller. There were probably a couple of people uh, working on instant patches and then a smaller amount even for ladder and profiles and stuff. But we kind of know that a lot of people uh, got laid off in around October, and that's like two months after they announced the profile picture, uh, the 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 in-game profiles and stuff. So they could they didn't get it done, obviously. Or that Bloomberg article also said that uh, prior to to firing them, they said, "Hey, you can work at another party blizzard, right?" So if you know that in I don't know September you will be working. And a whole different part of that company. Do you still put your heart and soul into a Warcraft Three Reforged ladder? Probably not. And then mm. all of a sudden there was no team anymore. And I think that's the state in October then after the last PTR. So maybe they tried to rebuild some kind of team. But if it's new devs looking at this mess, they have to get like they have to learn the code. They have to learn what's necessary. Uh, what's the roadmap, what's the priorities, what's missing, etc. Et that takes forever. Mm -hmm. And I think this is just the fourth or fifth rebuilding of that classics team or whatever you want to call it. And I hope that there's a PTR now shows that they kind of finally somewhat settled on something, some people. That's my hope. I'm being hopeful and positive here. Well, I mean, somebody's working on the team now. Like you even, you posted, uh, some people are reading the forums. Blizzard, like devs are here. There are some form of dev or some form of community manager that reports to the devs. Somebody is working at Blizzard that's listening to the community. That's 100% yeah. confirmed. Um, now, like you said, changes take time. Are we going to get there? I don't know. What would you like to see? Do you think, obviously, like a ladder will come out? Like, let's say a ladder comes out for, for Bnet, right? Um, and we, we go back to the, the frozen throne type ladder. It won't be as good as war three champions. Yeah. War three champions but has more servers. They're not going to have as many servers. They're not going to, they won't have the answers. So it's still keeping players at the game and gives people a reason to play. Not yes. Only the, the people that, the people that don't know about war three champions. Yes. hundred yeah. percent, which is a big majority. It's great. For, it's great, but it won't solve all our problems. 
You know, we won't have the, um, I don't think we'll ever have true LAN except for at LAN. There is true um, the, LAN. What do you mean? No, no I, I just mean like we won't ever, like cross server online tournaments will always yeah, be a like, problem. You can't beat the speed of light. <laughs> no, but uh, I just mean like, uh, I, I, what are the issues with Warcraft 3 right now in your opinion? Why do we need a dev team right now for Warcraft 3? Ladder and what else? It's just like the main thing. I think we, we this is going a little too big of a topic because we all know how many problems True. there is. But uh, I think the most important thing is to have a sign of activity so this fucking dead game thing stops. Reddit was so bad between January and March, especially... Like prior to the PTR, basically, it was every single discussion with a oh, dead game. Anyway, how many times did I read? There's actually, actually, guys, there's no team working on this game anymore. Did you know? Like tagging me mm -hmm. in chat, like add back to Warcraft. Do you know there's no team anymore working on this game? No, dude, it's just my heart and soul that I pour into this game. I don't read any news. What do you think? Stupid idiot. Um, <laughs> I I read this so many times and it's so good to have at least this little bit of a PTR balance thing to just shut these guys up. Yeah, I agree. And this is a big, this is a big patch. Yeah. Could be good. You know, like it's a, it's a lot of changes. It's, um, you know, I think, I think it's a patch that also encourages another patch because it's so drastic. Some of these changes that you'll definitely need to revisit them. And I'm sure that they know this. They're not just going to leave a lot of these changes untouched. So um, that's what I like to see too. It's not a patch that you know you can kind of dead end stop and be like, okay, we'll give this a whirl. This is a patch yeah, that sure. you know we have to tr we have to try this out for a bit, but we're definitely coming back to it a hundred percent. So I if, think, if they, I, I think the biggest sign of of this is that they are willing to change fundamentals of the game, and that is the sell value of items. You can hurt the game mm. so much with this, and I don't think you do this change until uh, you're either super brave super stupid or dedicated to tweak this in the future well i mean the the t the teleport uh that was just a miscalculation because they just obviously didn't think about that like uh keeping ah, keeping that at, keeping yeah, yeah. that yeah yeah keeping that at 75 percent as well um is is a big oversight i think uh that obviously the community <laughs> needs to tell them Oopsie. which yep. is fine that's the whole point right that's the whole point they put out changes and we go wait hold on uh, selling a teleport for way more money is going to change a lot of matchups it, it, people will just sell the teleport to get ahead on an extra ziggurat uh, nerubian tower push you know what i mean like this could change a lot um so people need to uh that's the whole point so do they pick up on that do they change that now we'll see. Now we have an actual change being occurred, the patch coming in. We have the community outreach, people talking about it. Now it's their turn. We put the ball back in their court. How are you going to react exactly. to this? Is this going to go through the PTR or is it not going to go through the PTR? So I, I think just wait right now. I think we're in a good spot. They said Vicarious Visions is working on it. It looks like somebody's no, working no, no, on no, it. No, I don't... no, 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 no. No one said Vicarious Visions is working on it. Nobody said they that said, ever. They said they're taking over the dev team, no? For Reforged. No, 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 no. They they work on a lot of remasters and stuff. They work on Diablo 2 Resurrected. Nobody ever said they work on Warcraft 3. Oh, so the CEO said there is a team, but he didn't mention that it's specifically Vicarious yeah. Visions. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah. Dude, read oh. the news for once, man. 
dude honestly i don't really like this yeah, stuff doesn't really concern me though you know like <laughs> uh ladder yeah it's great but there's um there's always community people that fill the void war three champions has filled the ladder void there is ladder now can we siphon all the people from bnet over there no that's the issue but you know like ladder won't change all our issues um profiles won't change all our issues um i think i think we have a lot of players i'm just speaking for the pro scene but you know we have a lot of players that really care about balance and we need to we need to get to a point where it's it's you know decent enough to say okay buddy we fixed it shut the fuck up now and play um there's some matchups that even i would say as i dude i'm super unbiased i don't give a shit about balance i always think the better player will win if you lose your shit that's my mindset the whole time if you lose your shit get better because 120 would have won that or infi would have won that as human or you know lin would have won that as orc or moon would have won like that as happy elf. so it, yeah but it's like well you know moon's incredible will be incredible then like, why would you want to? Why would you want a, a balance patch to bring you a, into a better state as a player? Become the better player. I I will never sympathize. I will never sympathize with balance winners. Never. There's a way to win. Period. And that's where we're gonna end the podcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. There's so many people whining, though. I think uh, maybe that's a topic. For they me. will never change. And and who's whining? For the most part, it's the 16, 17, 1800 MMR uh, people that aren't good at the game. They're just average. You know, the, the pro gamers whine. But for the most part, it, ping's an issue. Ping is an issue. 100%. Okay. 130 ping, 100 ping is shit in high level. 100 ping is not shit. 100 ping is... is it's, do, it's, do you know... At what ping StarCraft Extreme Masters has played? That's a tournament for no. like what two hundred fifty thousand dollars or something. They play way higher than a hundred in StarCraft. Yeah, 2. but it, Warcraft Three is more micro intensive. It's a different game. <laughs> you always find excuses, game. man. I'll give dude. You want to play next a week? Ping? We talk, uh, next week we talk about ping, and then I'm going mm. through the roof here. All right, we'll talk about ping. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I want to add to that uh, PTR thing is, was it the? I'm not sure if it was the last time or the second last time we had a PTR. It felt like a kind of a conversation that they threw out a PTR. We all gave feedback on it, and a lot of people gave feedback on it. Then they changed something a week or two weeks later. Then we gave feedback again, and then at some point, like the third or fourth iteration, was then the live patch. And I would really like to see that as well, like steps of one or two weeks in between ptr because what we saw after this ptr is that people are willing to give feedback like a lot mm. of people um i started this uh pros semi-pros and casters give their opinion on about on the ptr thread and i thought okay this will have like four entries or something uh and uh, then all of a sudden it was a whole page it was like 20 people saying something and that excludes and it's good feedback too it's good it's feedback good feedback from everybody yeah it's good and that kind of excludes china i think i only got th for that and that excludes most of korea as well i think i got uh lawlight and and, and so feedback in there but yeah obviously i don't know korean stuff so i can't really 
enter that until someone sends it to me and then I put but it But if in. this is a different team, Giannis, if this is a different team and the other one that did answer in a week and then put something out and then answer in two weeks and put something out, if they got sacked, then this is going to be a different approach, right? Maybe they don't yeah, maybe. maybe they don't react like that. So you can't expect that. And if you do expect that and it doesn't come through, you can't be upset. This might be a different team that maybe they want to take a month and then, I don't know, we'll, we'll have to find out. out. Yeah. We'll have I to think, wait, you know, but th- th- like I said, this is a great patch. This is a great PTR. We've hatched out. We've told people what we think up for changes. Now it's in their court to either not put it through the PTR or change it. it the ball's in their court right now. I, like you said, that Reddit post, tons of great feedback. Tons of great feedback <laughs> for devs to make their opinion. I think the items need to be revisited. Uh, there's a lot of uh, things that need to be revisited, but um, it's a good start. I like to think that after all the criticism I had on my Twitter, last year I had one positive tweet to Blizzard and that was how they handled the PTR. I like to think that they printed that tweet out um, uh, multi- <laughs> like, and, and just printed it out 500 times and put it on the walls in the whole classic department. So that's what they learned. Godfather like Speaks. Godfather Speaks, indeed. Damn, this is exactly the one hour mark. We can it's, keep going. We don't this, have to do an hour. Why this, do we have to do an hour? That's kind of what we aim for. Dude, we oh. might run out of topics and steam. And I got up. Oh, I started working 14 hours ago. Okay, well, if you want to be a bitch about it, we can turn the fucking podcast off. <laughs> we will turn the fucking podcast off. You know one, one hour, have, one hour you, is good. One hour have, is good. We could, you have... You know, like the people have to be hungry, especially the people who watch this for free and they can't wait for the next episode now. And so they True. go to our page that like, what they can do to like get more of us is to go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash back to Warcraft, sign up and get what tier gets it. What early? tier gets it? Is it the tomato presentation? No, tomato is not the it's the theory craft and above gets access one week earlier to this wonderful podcast on there Patreon. And you support the team. You support the Neos, the Remos, the Bidus, the Carsons. And we definitely left some breadcrumbs. We definitely, we definitely left some breadcrumbs. I think this is good. If we, we cut off right now, I would say we're leaving our brothers starving. You know what I mean? Just thirsty, <laughs> ready for more. And I'm, I'm ready for that. <laughs> All right. Uh, crew, we want to know what shall we discuss. Uh, we have ping on the list already. We still have this pretty this the entire list of talking points we had prepared for today. Um, send us your input. What do you want us to talk about? This is, of course, going to be a priority on Patreon as well. You can sign up there. Uh, we also have a playlist curated for you. You got entertainment tips by Remo Demo when it comes to movies and series. You can get replay analysis from the coach and the theory crafter himself. You can play with us some custom games once a month and you can get private coaching there as well. And of course this podcast is part of the Patreon experience as well. So starting at two dollars or euros, I should know this is probably euros. Starting at two euros uh, you can get a Patreon. Two or three. Two or three. Something like that. You get access yeah. to uh, Discord channels where, of course, uh, we want to interact with you as well. This is our more personal side compared to the professionalism that at least Remo and I have on the broadcast within the tournaments. <laughs> well, this is kind of what I have. Remo, oh, well, let's not talk about Remo. He's not part of that. He can do his own podcast. Anyway, that was episode number one. One hour, three minutes. Uh, anything to add? We did it. Yeah.
we did it. Number one, that was good. And I, I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, um, we any uh, support from the Patreon is, is really appreciated, guys. Um, a lot of this team here does a lot of work. This guy right beside me does a lot of work for this community. Um, this just this just keeps the train rolling, and and we and we also value your feedback. You know, did you like episode one? Is there anything? Can we just do the same thing? Do you guys want us to cover some topics? You know, sometimes we're going to run out of topics, so just feed us feed us what you want. Other than that, we're just going to vent and have a good time and 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 uh, shoot the shit. And uh, we love you. <laughs> I need a I need an outro. <laughs> okay, yeah, and, come up uh, with a catchphrase, Ricky, yeah, please. Okay, yeah, we love you. Is kind of strong. I can't. <laughs> Do. Maybe it's true though. You have nothing else in your life. So that's oh, it God, for okay. episode one. Bye bye. See you next week.